Hello and welcome to another episode of the Giving My Points podcast. I'm your host, Angry Thomas. As usual, I'm joined by my co-host, Lockable. What's up with it, my guy? What's up with it, man? March Madness is here. Oh, yes, indeed. Madness, madness all around us. Make sure you like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you also join the Discord. That's the P3 Picks Plays and Parlay Discord. Link is in the description below. So let's get into it, man. It's been a kind of a hectic week um, in sports, going with the NFL, free uh, agency and the tampering period. And, you know, everybody can execute their trades and signings. And the first major domino fell. Well, I think the major dominoes was what's going on with Aaron Rodgers and what's going to happen to Lamar. So I think the the first one was, of course, Aaron Rodgers announcing that he's going to play for the Jets. That's the, he intends to play for the Jets, and the Packers just have to work out a trade package for compensation, which I think most people saw that as the way things were going to go. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been like that. But I was reading today on the Twitter, the Twitter feeds that. Packers really want some compensation. They want multiple first-round picks and protection in the 20, 2025 season for Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, hmm, are the Jets really willing to go all out for this? I mean, A-Rod don't have much left. His time is coming to a close, slowly but surely. But, I mean, I guess it's a risk because, I mean, he gave them his – requirements to sign all these wide receivers and they have started that already and i'm like well he said he well, said he didn't make a list that's what he said oh that's what he said oh well they sure they surely started signing them boys off their list yeah i mean they signed they signed lazard and stuff um yeah i don't think they got enough money to be trying to sign o- obj or whatever but um, yeah, man, I I can't see the Jets really. To me, you know, it was a discussion about who has the leverage. Is it the Packers? Is it Aaron Rodgers? Or is it the Jets? Me personally, I think it's kind of swaying towards the Jets because they know Rodgers wants to get traded there, and the Packers the Packers don't want to have to pay Rodgers that money. So I I think oh, it yeah. was kind of out of it at the beginning because that was going to be like $60 million on their books. Plus you got a quarterback that you drafted that hasn't even played or whatever. So it it was going to happen with a trade, but it's like you were saying, I don't know how, how deep the Jets want to go because it's like, bro, if we get three years out of Rodgers, that will be good. But you want like two number ones, that's, that's kind of a steep price. Yeah. That's a lot. Like, I mean, we may give you one and maybe like a third or fourth round of next year, and then we call it a day. Because with him being there, they probably it's probably going to be a three- or four-year deal just so they can yeah. restructure that big-ass uh, contract hit. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing we all going off of. We all going – at this point, we're going off speculation because who knows? Rodgers might go out there and get hurt this season, might be done. I mean, the Jets going to have to take a real big gamble getting Aaron Rodgers. And then they got uh 
your boy at quarterback talking about he's going to make his life a living hell whenever he come, you know. So. Yeah, I can't believe he said that, bro. He's like, oh, whoever's going to be QB1 where I'm going to make their life a living hell, uh, you know, whoopty woo. It's like, bro, you made the team's life a living hell last year by just playing as quarterback. So, like, nobody is going to be checking for you, bro. It is. Oh, man, that, that statement is funny because, I mean, it's like, man, you're not finna make Rogers' life hell, man. Let's keep it a buck. What the hell are you going to do to cause Aaron Rodgers to even be in question not be QB1? Man, you catching that back seat, bro. Catching that back seat, and that's where you're going to sit at, bro. And the thing is, crazy enough, it may be beneficial to him. To see what a pro's pro, to see from one exactly. of the uh, best quarterbacks of uh, his generation, you know what I'm saying? Where you know he 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 is in the top ten quarterbacks of all time. I would say, you know, I mean, so it may be beneficial to Wilson to learn because you know how I felt about him last season. That dude was certified mm-hmm. garbage. Mm-hmm. But crazy enough, like you say, it may be beneficial to him to see that. He and needs not, to. He needs to Jets, learn. The Jets doing this with Rodgers, that as the proverbial, they're going all in. It's it's what that signals. So, but at the yeah. same time, they in a hell of a conference. Uh, the Dolphins, mm-hmm. they going, they 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 not sitting there idly by. Uh, the Bills, they lost a few players, but they resigned some. They're not just going to be sitting there, you know, tooling their thumbs, thinking we can't do this. And uh, the Patriots, you just have to think, Bill, he's been getting, you know, pounded on last couple of seasons, and he's not used to that. So they expect a whole bunch of media coverage uh, AFC East next season. Oh, yeah, it's it's going to be crazy. Because ain't the Broncos and the Raiders in the same division? Or am I tripping? Uh, no. No, okay. I'm, They're in the same bad. conference, I'm, I'm but not division. Yeah. Yeah, they that's the uh, same conference, different win. division. So you know the media has to pick a team that they gonna talk about the most, and they are gonna get all the prime time games. So if A Rod go oh, to the Jets, you know that's that's gonna be the team. It's about to be a bunch of Monday night and Sunday night Jets games because I mean, New right. York is the biggest media market. Let alone you know they're gonna want to put that on for nationally to see what's what's happening with it, but. You know, it, we just had to get re- get ready for it because they always pick a narrative that they want to f- kind of feature for the season. And last season was the AFC West that they focused on, but this year is going to be definitely be AFC East. But also, like I say, the Lamar situation, man. It, I don't think he's gained any traction, and I kind of understand why there wasn't going to be a big movement on his situation for the simple fact if they sign him or even submit an offer sheet that's them being tied up for at least six to seven days to where like let's say they you know they submit an offer they can't really go for any other free agents because it's like you've committed that money you don't know what you have to spend so you know a lot of teams were hesitant to not even even fool with that and you know the team that really could have used them they were too busy signing a lot of other key components right i mean 
Yeah, I mean, for Lamar, I mean, it just—it looks like this season is just not going to pan out. They're not going to pay him. It's just not looking like it's going to work out in his favor. I mean, should he play this season? No. Personally, he shouldn't. Get your money. But, hey, who knows what Lamar going to do. He might play this season for all we know, but I wouldn't. Because it don't look like the uh, Ravens even doing anything in a free agency to even build around Lamar, to even show him that, hey, we want you to stay and we trying to help. Work with us. They ain't did nothing so far. You're absolutely right. I, I agree. Um, they have been making the moves, and it's probably because they don't know how much they're going to commit. Because once they do that, let's say they let's say they offer him two hundred forty million guaranteed, they have to write a check for two hundred forty million dollars and put it in an escrow account. So that money's tied up for them. Um, if I was him, would not play. Would not play. I would sit out this season for the simple fact. It goes against his best interest. Right. He has has gotten major injuries the last two seasons. He's played for them or whatever. And his style of play, where it's basically put the whole offense on his shoulders with a few other running backs, you know, running backs and a tight end, is not sustainable. He taking right. too many licks that he keeps getting injured and he's gonna try to make those dynamic plays because he wants to win and he puts them in a good position to win because weren't they like eight and oh last year or year before last or something like that. And mm-hmm. they, they, they were in the AFC North leading that division for most of the year. So it's just, it's just crazy, man. Um, to see that is in the, the situation he's in, but I think, you know, with everybody doing their trades and signings is going to settle down. And I, I think one of these teams is going to offer him a sheet, bro. They're going to offer him a sheet to where they're just like, yo, we got 240, 43 million guaranteed for you. And the Ravens are either going to be, we'll match it or no. But I think those owners, like I say, yeah, those owners, they won't outright say collusion, but they definitely send a message that, we're not giving anyone guaranteed contracts, especially for that amount. But I mean, that's, brother, that's what the man say he won't, bro. That's what he he says he wants and he needs to stick to it because if he gets that, let's, stick to your let's say, let's say he gets 240. Joe Burrow going to be like, well, I need 250 guaranteed. All of it. Yeah. Just Herbert. I need 250, 252 guaranteed. All of it or whatever. Yep. And that that's all it's so, gonna do. The price just goes up if they get that to Lamar right now. And them mm-hmm. owners, they you know, like you said, they, they probably they they talking to each other on the back end because you know they trying to save mm-hmm. money in which way. But they know Burrow, Burrow gonna ask for that money, bro. Burrow, ever since Burrow's been, oh, he healthy, gonna ask for it, and he gonna get it. He gonna get it. Yeah, you got to. You either you get him or I'm leaving. <laughs> Simple as that. Like there's no right. questions with Joe Burrow. I've proven myself to bring y'all deep in the playoffs every year that I've been fully healthy, like played a full season. I mean, Lamar doesn't really have that leverage on him, but Joe Burrow gonna have it. So if Lamar get his like that now, yeah, Joe got it. Joe gonna have to get everything he wants. I mean, bro, what did he do? He brought them to a Super Bowl last year, and what they made the conference finals this year. Hmm. 
Okay, they hadn't they hadn't done nothing in Cincinnati since the eighties. Like fam. Pay the man. <laughs> Pay the man. I and mean you know, it, it's the The Saints, man, they um uh, they did they kept good wizardry. Boy. Wizardry as usual, getting under the cap. Making our moves. Uh we got Jamal Williams, the touchdown machine from last season. We got him who on the squad and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, who that? So I'm 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 yeah, glad we that did pick that. Up. Yeah, because we're gonna up. need something after they issue this suspension for Kamara. Yeah, I could take Jamal Williams for Kamara's suspension. I could take it. Because as much you know, as much as I appreciate what he's done for the organization, everything Ingram is cooked. Those legs are cooked. Very much um, so. Also got a deal with MIT. I mean, uh, it's either you show healthy, up or you don't. It's, if he's healthy, it's great. But if we had the same thing going again, it's like, damn, bro, damn, again, right? Ah. Uh, you know, so it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see, man. You know, we're able to get it done. So hopefully it makes some shape because the offense has been what has been holding the Saints back. And right yeah. now if we can get guys healthy, um, get an identity where it's like stop, stop with the bullshit list, run straight up the middle or whatever, you know. We have dynamic players use them. So I'm hoping we can uh, we can get that done, man. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. I'm I'm looking forward to this season. But um did you see um Detroit, they um, they submitted a a request for like a rule change to where if with the instant replay, if you hit, you know, your first and second challenge or successful, that you get a um a third challenge. But when does that ever happen, though? It's a rare occurrence, like, but it's it has happened. I would say the last couple of years because these refs have been blowing calls. And replay has is like okay, well, you use both your challenges; they were successful, but now you don't get anything. I mean, I don't know about that one, bro. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I feel like it should be the way it is, cause you know what? What if we in the playoff scenario? You just realize, oh, I hit my first, my first challenge, and you know, you see something challengeable. You throw it out there. Oh, now we get another one. So I mean, they, it could change the game in the long run. I, I don't know. They, they but might you do have to win. But you minor. have to be successful on both of them, though, because you, you might almost get pen, you get penalized. You get penalized for um. What you mean, test out in the minors? Like test that rule out, you know, in the XFL and all them. Oh no, nah, man, ain't gonna do that. There. No, how is it going? How you getting penalized? For being successful, how how is why would you want to test that out? I mean, hey, I mean, 
I don't know. I would. I, I would have to really see it in action. I mean, I. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it changes the game. What you Maybe mean? Let's okay, okay. Let's say that Rams game where the Saints got fucked over by the uh, the refs, right? Let's right. say we had won two challenges early where the refs blew the call, and if we won those two challenges, we could have challenged that last play. Yeah, I think I mean, it change, did get challenged. But so what's the, what's the, what's the downside of it? I don't know, man. I I have no clue. I mean, it could work. It could work. No, tell me the downside. What's your what's your reason for hesitation? I, I really can't see it. I really can't see the downside of it. But I don't know. Maybe I could just see. I'm looking on the other team's perspective here. Like you know, they just throw, they throw a challenge. It wins. Now we have a third one. Basically, we could challenge in in clutch situations when we only needed two. So now it's kind of like now what you're going to you be forced to throw. You only need like two. There's literally twelve things you could challenge if you were given the option during the game. What do you mean? I know, but I'm saying now, now the game's going to go a, a little bit slower. You know, because now I mean, every coach doesn't. I'm not throw getting. Both his I'm not out. getting where you're coming from. <laughs> I'm. I'm just saying. I'm just talking about the speed of the game is going to be a little bit slower because now. Every coach is gonna throw them two challenges every game, man. They all. This is the thing. You only get the third one if you're successful on the first two. I know. That's what I'm saying. So if I'm successful in the you, first, you just said you just said that that's such a rare occurrence. So it's not like this is gonna happen every game. Uh, okay. Well, hey. Uh, uh, well, hey. If they implement it, I, I love to see it happen. Okay, I mean, because I'm, I'm looking. I'm gonna have it ready for the next episode, but I want to see how many games where this. Let me. I'm just see if I can get it now. Um, to see how many games had two successful challenges last year. Because I mean, it's not like it's gonna be like a major thing to slow down the game. Oh great! Google doesn't give me the um the damn thing. Yeah, we definitely gonna have to edit this and post this gap. Google. Do you see it? Uh, I, I'm not really getting nothing. Oh.
Okay, this is this is gonna have to be one from uh like the later thing I'm gonna have to look. But I mean, going back to 2020, bro, like the highest successful rate on the coach was 59 percent. Okay, hmm. so okay. the chances of a coach like getting both of them right is highly unlikely, but it's like. If I get both of them right, I shouldn't be penalized to where, you know, I'm like, well, I'm done. And it could come with another part of the game to where I should be able to challenge it. But, you know, I I just don't like – I just don't like the coaches getting punished for uh, referee incompetence. That's all. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of work to be done on these uh, referees. Because, I mean, they're human as well so you know you have the human error and if they could quickly you know get that done I think I think it's beneficial I don't think you should be penalized but we'll see it's going to the uh, I think the competition committee they'll look at and review it but any other um, free agency signs or trades that kind of shocked you Uh, not at the moment I mean I seen Juju Heading to New England, I guess Kansas City doesn't need his services anymore. But, bro, he ain't a number one, bro. <laughs> You've been saying that for years. I mean, but I agree. He, I mean, he hasn't, one. he hasn't proven him. He hasn't proven himself, so I agree. Because they gave him a chance in, in uh, Pittsburgh, and that ain't paying out like they thought. Uh, even in Kansas City, like. He he had a good game with the Super Bowl, whatever. But for most of the season, until I think the tail end, dude wasn't doing much of nothing. Right. Um, I was surprised Ramsey got traded to the Dolphins because for like a bunch of right nothing. now, the, yeah, a bunch of nothing. Just for the simple fact, the Rams probably didn't want to pay that that ticket. But the Rams, man, that is a full rebuild right now. That team. Is gonna look bad for like probably yeah. two or three seasons because their whole Cooper model Cup about to suffer. Picks. Cooper Cup about to suffer. They need to get him out of here. Plus, you got that um, agent quarterback of Stafford, bro. So I'm like, yeah, yeah y'all Baker left. Baker a Buccaneer now. Yeah, ain't that something? Mm-hmm. All the Saints players went to the ops. Baker Mayfield went to the Bucks. Yeah, they didn't get Cooper Cup out of there, man. I, I, if I was him, I would ask for a trade. I'm not trying to be here for a rebuild, man. It, it, it's just Cooper has so much more left in the tank for all that, bro. He need to get out of there, man. But they don't, uh, you know, they don't care about picks development. They want to just sign people. Yeah, just like they told uh, Allen Robinson, he can go look for a trade. I'm like, yeah, because y'all ain't use him, and he is yeah, like he sure ain't really want he ain't really want to be there either. Yeah, he sure did, man. He, he, I mean, I remember watching his first game. I'm like, man, do you even want to play? Like, do you do you really want to play, man? But. I mean, Stafford had his number one receiver and just kept feeding him the ball, man. Even uh, led to some uh, racist accusations. But, 
You know, Allen Robinson needs to go. That, that, that's not the racist team for accusations. Him. Who had racist accusations? Stafford. He was only passing the uh, Cooper Cup. Man, you know Twitter was going crazy, man. Saying oh, that man, man was racist for not passing Allen Robinson. Oh, you oh, did, bro. Oh, you. They you missed pocket, out, bro. You, bro. You missed out. Like it. It was bad. Like a few games, he was not passing Allen Robinson. Boy, them, them Twitter fingers was on on fire, bro. Oh, this man racist. He won't even pass. He won't even pass to the black man. I'm like, oh, I didn't think God. it was that. Oh yeah, it was bad, bro. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> then he finally starts passing on the ball just to shut him up. And then it's like he ain't passing the black man enough. <laughs> oh yeah, bro. bro. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, please but, get out of there, man. <laughs> but I um, had that man head on the uh, post. Also, what was crazy is uh, Austin Eckler like wanted to get out of L.A. That was yeah. kind of surprising as well because he he was another touchdown machine last season. Sure was. I don't I know if he's on fantasy. doing that to leverage a bigger contract. I don't know, but that was kind of surprising. And, I mean, um, he can go to a few spots. He can go to a few spots and do well. What, what the hell are the 49ers doing, bro? Signing Sam Donald, like. Really, dude? You see, you seen that man? I'm like, bro, they keep the, giving them like, chance after a chance. It's ridiculous. I'm like, I was talking to my dad, who's a 49ers fan, who made it known on the podcast episodes back. He's like, well, I mean, at this point, we just kind of praying Purdy comes back because we lost Jimmy G. So we kind of praying Purdy comes back and prospers because I mean, we have the offense, the weapons, and we have a defense. It's really our uh, QB that we're kind of struggling with at the moment because of the injuries. Boy, you're speaking on Jimmy G. Bruh, the Raiders look like a complete shit show. They <laughs> traded Waller Waller to the Giants for a bunch of nothing. They signed Jimmy G. Uh, Josh Jacobs seemed like he's kind of pissed. He was, he was pissed that they traded Waller. I'm just like, he knows, like, Bro, they gonna wear me down on this franchise tag next year. Expect Josh yep. Jacobs to get an injury at a certain point. If if it's as bad as I think it is, he's gonna be like, "Hey, let me let me let me get in just so I can get the fuck out of here on and get on free agency." Because, right. bro, it, it's not looking good, bro. It's not looking good. Yeah, this is uh this is helping fantasy uh players out there. If you're listening, you know. I would not just Tay Adams number one pick. Mm hmm. Tay Adams is about to be number one pick, bro. Oh, oh yeah, Devontae <laughs> Adams. Oh, trust and believe. I, I, I could, I'll vouch for that one. Please draft him if you have the opportunity and you want a wide receiver first. Devontae Adams, he's gonna give you your money. Josh Jacobs, I wouldn't mess with him unless, unless you catch him like in the later rounds of the draft. You know, if he's still there, pick him up. You know, you never know, but. That wouldn't be my first priority, running back wise. But Devontae Adams, definitely. First pick. Either him, Jettas, uh, Chase. Give me another one. Uh yeah, I'm missing uh Tyreek Hill. You got a few uh, uh, Tay, Oh, you talking about receivers? Um yeah. Yeah, Tay, Jettas, Chase, um Hill. I think um Cooper Cup was one of them. Yeah. 
I think uh, Pickens is going to be high in Pittsburgh on people's lists if I'm thinking the next season. Uh, of course, you know, like you were saying, Cheetah and uh, Jalen Waddle's Waddle. a sleeper wide receiver. And Don't Waddle. sleep on them. They're going to be high. Um, and uh, Wilson, uh, Gary Wilson is going to be high as well. You have to yeah. think with Rodgers getting there, with him having a good quarterback, he's going to have a better season. And uh, right. I think Olave is going to be high as well too. So it's, it's going to be man, it's going to be some good picks for uh, receivers come fantasy time yeah, next year. Receivers, you we got so we got some good depth in receivers this year. Um, I think running backs might running be backs hard. Gonna, yes, yeah, yes. running backs going to be a hard position to draft this season. I'm, I think everybody, if you're a vet playing fantasy, you kind of play every season. You kind of know, like, yeah, we need to go ahead and handle these running backs in the first three rounds. To get it, to get it out the way because it's gonna come to a point you just like man now I'm down to second stringers yeah so, bro because I, mean, I mean everything is just gonna be committed and then it's like bro these people really got like three or four running backs in their system so that's just the yep. points getting divided 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 uh but I yeah, tell I mean, you not going to divide any points is uh, there, Tony here. Pollard because uh, oh yeah he got rid of Zeke. <laughs> Oh, yeah. If, if I were to take a non-real big committee running backs, it would be Derrick Henry. And like you say, Tony Pollard would be one. Uh, Vikings? Vikings could – they don't really filter Madison in as much. So, I mean, Dalvin Cook wouldn't be bad. But Cook – I don't know, man, injuries, but they said Cook was on the block, man. They said Cook was definitely on the block. If people had made calls, they would definitely hear them out. Hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of research. We might we might have to do a fantasy episode, you know, breaking it down. Even though we compete against each other, you know. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it's it's gonna be interesting to see, man. Um, because I mean, like, like people talking about where is he gonna land? I mean, you know, I put it in the chat, bro. Zeke is cooked, bro. Like he's had, mm, I he, think, he twelve touchdowns. He's had twelve touchdowns the last couple of seasons. Um, I think eight of those have come in with less than like three, three to four yards. And yeah. all 12 of them have come with like less than eight to nine yards from the end zone. So that dude ain't, ain't who they thought he was anymore. You know, his best years was in Dallas and they're gone. Yeah. Those he's going to really need a real big redemption season. I don't know where he would Go, I mean, who can I mean? Do the Jets have a running back? No, they do. I'm sorry, they do. Cause uh, who was that that got injured? I think he was a rookie, wasn't he? I can't think of his name. Anywho, but Jets are at the quick. I don't know what team he can go to and be the dominant running back. I can't think of a team right now that's a contender. Yeah, it's 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 definitely something to you know to look out for, but you know, man, it's it's still it's still some like you say some dominoes to fall left with this free agency, but you know, it's what about yep. six weeks b- between draft uh draft night and now, 
So it's definitely going to be some movement, you know, going on and people going to try to work out some deals. Cause I oh, think yeah. a few more draft prospects are having pro days and I guess that's going to influence these teams, but we definitely will see. Um, we NBA, see. NBA man, like I said, it's getting more competitive. The season's coming to a close. Um, more, more things on the playoff picture is becoming more clear. Um, but the Lakers beat the shit today. out of the Pelicans the other night. Okay, so y'all won a game against the Pelicans, man. I mean, <laughs> we we won. No, we ain't we won the season series. Shit. We won the season series. Last, that last game where we played on that Saturday and y'all lost. I mean, we ain't even yeah, playing dude, with Zion. I was still bro. here. We not playing with uh-huh. LeBron. Nigga, Ron, you still here. got AD. You still got AD. And you still got D'Angelo. McCollum and Bi. That ain't our problem. That it's ain't not our a problem, problem. But hey, man, congrats to y'all, bro. But in, anyway, it, y'all lost to the Rockets last night and fucked over my parlay. So we want to talk we about did. that. Okay, then AD wasn't playing. But, but this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> I looked at the MVP odds, and right now is Joel Embiid and Jokic are tied for for, for Embiid, the best. Odds. If Embiid don't get MVP, I don't know what to say. I'd rather watch Embiid oh, every night me, rather don't than Don't tell Yoke. me you on the Kendrick Perkins side of the game where if he don't get it, it's no, racist. No, 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 no. I ain't <laughs> on that side. I'm saying off of play, I'm taking Jokic over not Jokic, taking Embiid over Jokic. I'd rather watch Embiid play over Jokic. I've, it's better to watch uh, the Sixers play rather than the Nuggets, man. It's just not – they're boring to watch. Jokic gets yes. his points like, oh, okay, he yes. gets triple-double, cool, whatever. Embiid, Embiid in there dunking, scoring and all that, man. I'm like, man, he need to be MVP, bro. I mean, they both have valid valid stat lines and valid seasons to where if these guys weren't on the team, they would be certified garbage. But the thing about it as well is I've said it on many episodes before. MB should have won the MVP last year. They shouldn't have gave it yep. to Jokic. Don't, don't get me wrong. Dude had a very good year. Like the year before when he won, cool give it to him, recognize his play and everything or whatever. But to me, he doesn't get shit done in the playoffs, and that's my main thing. But last year, Joel Embiid should have won the MVP. And now this year, Joel Embiid is having another MVP season, and I think he should win, but it's going to be divided because they already talking about co-MVP shit. I'm like, no, fuck that co-MVP shit, bro. Yeah, fuck that. Nobody asked for that. The player is not even going to It should be one and the other, bro. It should be one and the other. And, you know, because if you're going to do that, you need to redefine what is the MVP and what does this mean, what are the parameters, because to me they get kind of murky. But Joel Embiid, what he's done, because you know how I feel about Philly and that coaching, because to me, you know how I I ain't going to start, but you know how I feel. But, um, he, he he's definitely earned it, man. He's been playing some good ball, and the only thing, like I said, it was never about his skill set. Um, one thing might have been maturity, and he he's getting that. But the main thing about him was his health. But he's been able to, you know, they I guess they managing that well. 
and he's been getting lucky to where he hasn't had any major injuries to sit out time. And Joel Embiid should be the MVP. Yes. Yep. Totally agree. Now, KP KP took this argument to a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah, took bro. It to a whole different level. Yeah, bro. He, um, yep. Big Perk be always come with some wild takes, bro, to where I'm just like, man, I, I want to see, I want to see, you know, more cats on online and stuff, but Big Perk just be saying some wild shit where I'm just like, bro, what are you saying, bro? What are you talking about? But, you know, I, I think Joel should get it. Um, Boston, man, Boston ain't flying as high as they was before during most of the season, and now we get into the nitty-gritty. Um, you know, it's it's getting to a die time to where they ain't doing what they was doing. And I saw Steph, he dropped 50 the other night, but he the sure Warriors, did. those road woes are still there. They lost nine straight road games. What is it about this team that they can't win on the road? I mean, what is it? it hey, what Poo, is it? Poole ain't got no. Poole don't have the women at the uh, court side for him, man. Man, but that's the thing, bro. Like you imagine a stretch during the season, but it's been a constant thing the whole season that they have been terrible on the road. They only have a better record than I think the Rockets and the Pistons like they're at the bottom of the league when it come to road games. And it's like, bro, how, how it is crazy, man. I mean, their road record is seven and 27 so far, bro. Oof. For this season. That's, that's ridiculous. I mean, I don't know what it is about the road. That's like when the Saints couldn't win a game in the cold that one year. It's, it, it's crazy, man. I don't know no, what to say that, for them. That wasn't a year. That was a long, that was years where we couldn't win or so say outdoor game or whatever. But, bro, I, I don't get it, bro. You got Steph want to do all his stare downs and shimmies and shakes or whatever that nobody calls him off for all his flagrant tonning. But since he does it, it's cool. But if it was somebody else, they'll get touched up. But we know what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, bro, they, are, they have been historically bad on the road. And if that continues, if that trend continues like it has the whole season, they're going to lose the first round. They're going to yep. lose. Because they're not going to see it. Yep. I mean, it's going to be crazy, man. Um, I still don't understand that. And to me, that they haven't decided to make an adjustment is crazy. It it is crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's been like that all season. I mean, I don't know what what to say about them, man. I watch their games, like you say, Curry does his thing, but they still find a way to lose on the road. It's just like like they go in the playoffs, they're not getting that home court advantage, so they gotta play on the road. And if statistics stay the same, they like you said, they not winning. They're getting bounced. So I, I don't know what adjustments they need to make, but they need to make it fast. Have to. And uh, you know, unfortunately got some more unfortunate news for Lonzo Ball I saw this afternoon to where he's gonna require a third surgery to where he may miss next season as well 
that's that's truly unfortunate, man, because, you know, dude, me was trying to turn it around, turn the narrative around on as being a draft bust. Um, he had a few, few, what, year and a half, maybe two years in New Orleans, got traded to the Bulls, was looking bright for him, but that injury has been nagging, bro, and it's unfortunate to see, so hopefully he can come back, you know, come back well, but we'll we'll see, man, but, you know, him and his brother, because what his brother, um, he's done for the year as well, isn't he? Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, that's that's definitely unfortunate, bro. It is unfortunate. Um, I mean, he was a great player. Hopefully, you know, they can shake back and and recover. But you know, the main thing is uh, the East. The East is the dominant conference this year, where the playoff games are going to be better. Um, the West, the West is basically on. Can Kevin Durant come back healthy, and how and for how long? Uh, right. Because if 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 he comes back, it's basically the Suns, the Suns conference to lose. Even with the Nuggets playing as well as they have, as long as Sacramento, it's just Kevin Durant. He's a difference maker, bro. And he is the way him and Book was starting to, you know, him and Book was starting to cook. It was gonna be it was gonna be a problem, but you know they're optimistic and hopefully big man can shake back. Yeah, I mean when he played with him, it was it was nice to see him play, but like I told you, CP three don't get his ring now. He ain't never gonna get it. Oh, bro, he missed he yeah. he missed his chance. And talking about that, oh brackets are definitely bust with Arizona. I'm sorry to switch from. NBA to March Madness, but I had to interrupt it. Princeton just upset number two Arizona, which was a lot of people's favorite to win the championship this year. Point one two percent of brackets are still perfect right now. See, now that's terrible because last week I said I say after day one or day two is gonna be like ten percent brackets good. Now you're at point is you said point two or point zero two? Point point one two. Point one two, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the people who only have a perfect bracket left are people who time traveled back uh, to this present time <laughs> and put those in because there's no way they saw what has happened today happen. But you know, before we started the episode, we were looking at it like Princeton is putting pressure on Arizona and sticking around, and they've upset them so. I think we're going to, you know, transition from the NBA right into March Madness because it is madness. And this is just <laughs> Man, day Virginia, one. Virginia, Virginia, y'all some fuck niggas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is just y'all day was, one of March Madness. And basically, nobody has a perfect bracket. No, nobody oh, does. I, These random cats, who the people who got the brackets <laughs> is the ones that got UCLA winning it all. Ain't nobody got a perfect travelers. bracket, bro. The like, time like, come on, Virginia, you was up three. How do you give it up like that? Come on, man. That was a bust. Oh, and then, and then here come Princeton upsetting Arizona. I'm like, man. That's insane, it's man. like, man, I still got Kansas winning it all. I mean, that's, I, I, that's the only one I could grab my well, mind around the win. I mean, everybody's kind of pulling for Houston and Alabama, 
But I, I just don't see them do- the dog in them boys like that, especially Houston. Well, you said it was point one two brackets left. Um, mm-hmm. I think on ESPN they were talking about their whole bracket deal that they had over twenty million people doing it. So my math may be wrong, but I ran some numbers. That means out of twenty million. 240,000 people still have a bracket that's viable right now. So, yeah. That's that's kind of crazy. It's crazy. So, is either, is either, is my math is wrong, is either 240,000 or it's 24,000? But I'm not sure. But it's it's one of those. But anyway, that's such a small percentage out of 20 million people. You only have that many left. Um, and it's just day one of the tournament. Yes. And like I said, it's crazy. Uh, 13 C Furman upset number four C UVA. Um. Yeah, I predicted this. That's why I was just like, it's a crapshoot, bro. The whole mm-hmm. season has been this way to where nobody knows exactly what's going on. You can't predict these teams. So you really can't. These boys ain't got heart. Yeah. They ain't got I heart. I don't know if it's, you know, with the one and done rule or whatever, the talent is more spread out or people just not not into it as they were, but because where it's like more unknown teams that can just take anybody down, but Princeton, bro, Princeton took down Arizona. They That's might be insane. That Cinderella. They might well, be Cinderella. You know, We're gonna have to wait and see. It happens every year. Every year, a team just comes out and yeah. it's like, "Oh, we've been playing some good basketball. We can fight anybody." It's like motherfucker, yep. man. That's crazy. Who are y'all? <laughs> Uh, like you say, you know, you speaking of uh, U of H, Mattress Matt got his ticket. What you think gonna happen, bro? No, <laughs> oh, we know what that's gonna do, bro. I bet they like Mattress. We appreciate you bringing that money back to us. You mm-hmm. think they be giving him we a cash? You. you think they be giving him a cash out option? No, hell no, <laughs> hell no. Nah. He be ready to get Mattress Matt out of there, bro. They already know. Whoever he picked is a wrap. They already know. Man. It's going to be a crazy Wow, bro. That's insane, bro. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of people that's just like, well, uh, I can throw this bracket away. I guess I can just watch these games as a as a fan now. Yep. That's all we get to do now. And that's Crazy. all I'm gonna do. <laughs> but yeah, I I was gonna fill out a bracket, but the way my luck has been, I was like, no. Especially but if I, I had to pick one old game record. Okay, we ain't gotta bring it up, bro. It's still a sore subject, but <laughs> you know, it was terrible. <laughs> but, Ooh, but, boy, I tore you up, boy. Um, but okay. I picked Kansas. I thought was going to win because I think they have one of the best coaches out there and a good squad. So I think Kansas is going to take it. But seeing Arizona go down, who knows? Mm. 
Mm, I mean, I'm with you on that. I'm, I pick Kansas as well. So hopefully, hopefully they don't do no uh, stupid stuff down the road and could get this W. But since we both said Kansas, it's going to be, hell, they might well put LSUA in there. Let them play, man. Shit. This is crazy. We're going to have to see how this play It's going to be a long month. I don't know um, if if people hit Vegas over the head with their Super Bowl and they just like, oh, we getting all our money back this week or what. Hmm. But this, man, this right here, bro, don't make no sense. <laughs> it don't. It, it's crazy, man. You know, they got to get their money back. They got to get Most it back. Definitely. Most definitely, bro. Um. I know this, you know, the season is going to be starting for MLB at the end of the year, at the end of this month. Um, but they had a guy from, um, they got the World Baseball Classic going on, and they had a Nicaraguan, I hope I said that right, uh, pitcher who struck out three major league players last night. And right after the game, he signed a minor league deal with the Detroit Tigers. It's like, oh, this dude throwing heat. And dude was just 21. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, oh, I didn't came up, cuz. Oh man, it's crazy, man! I'm ready for the season. I already know it's gonna be a bunch of first five wins and a bunch of first five losses. Let's see how <laughs> this works, man. Right. But yeah, we're definitely gonna see, man. But the man is gonna continue. But that's gonna wrap up this episode of the Giving My Points podcast. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, tell your sister, mother, cousin on your daddy's side to tap in with us. So I'm your host, Angry Domus. That's lockable. We're going to holler at y'all next time. <laughs>